0: Hey there, enthusiasts! Welcome to a special companion edition of Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, I have Axelon, King of the Let's Play. Welcome back to Hero Talk. Good to be back. All right. Today, we are going to be talking Batman v Superman. Now, those of you are thinking, hey, didn't I just hear the Hero Talk on Batman v Superman? This is a special edition of Hero Talk. This is a spoiler-free companion episode for those who want to hear us talk about Batman v Superman, but don't want it spoiled for them. So... This is not a spoiler podcast. We will not be spoiling this movie. Um, Everything's off the table. Nothing is fair game. Soil and Green is just regular food. You can eat it. It's no problem. Do Batman's parents die? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. they die. Maybe. I don't know. Is Superman from another planet? Could be. I'm not going to say. That'd he... be telling, yeah. I- I'll tell you this, though. I never see Superman and Clark Kent in the same place at the same time. Something might be going on there. Not going to tell you. Alright, so I think, I think that's enough shtick for the beginning of the episode. Uh, so Batman v Superman. Uh, this, the critics are all over this movie. I mean, they are really, really tearing it apart, and I don't necessarily think that it's earned any of that. Now, it, it's not Citizen Kane, I'll give you that. And in fact, it's probably not even the best superhero movie we've ever seen. Uh it may be pretty close to the best Batman movie we've ever seen. I I just don't think it's necessarily earned it. Now it's it's much like what I thought of Man of Steel, which is I like it. I in fact I was very entertained by the whole thing. I just didn't really love it. It's not like I walked out thinking this is the greatest creation that I've ever been presented with by a movie studio or as terms of a comic book movie. It's just, it was an entertaining movie that for two and a half hours gave me something to look at, and I generally don't have much bad to say about it, other than I just don't have a whole lot of glowing praise for it. It was just entertaining. What did you think?
1: Uh, I'm pretty much on the same same page as you are. Uh, I feel like, you know, um, the critics, they're having an absolute field day with this movie, and... I can buy like some of their rationale, but like all of it, no, no. I, I think a lot of it has to do with um, the tone. I think a lot of people prefer their movies to be a bit lighter, that you know, less less heavy. Which this movie has in spades. It's, it's if you disliked Man of Steel because of the tone it had, Batman vs Superman is it's gonna have more of this, more of that for you.
0: Yeah, it was a very dark. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm you know, we're we're so used to especially on the Marvel side of the house where everything is, is almost light and jovial. Yes. And even on the DC TV shows where excluding Arrow, I mean you have Supergirl and Flash that are also quite jovial and a bit lighthearted and, and a bit uh to borrow the phrase comic bookie. Uh, and then you have Batman v Superman, and they almost take themselves seriously, almost to a fault, really, because there comes a point when you want to say, like, it, it, you have the guy's dressed like a giant bat, and this guy's rolling around in blue long underwear. Can, can we crack a joke or two? And I don't just mean Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I mean like some <laughs> some real comedic breaks in 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 the way that it worked.
1: I, I liked Alfred's jokes in this movie. Now, Al- Al- Alfred's people. jokes
0: were by far probably the the best jokes in the movie, and they were right on board on board with the character.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it fit perfectly. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So let's let's talk about this cast. Um, so returning champion Henry Cavill as Superman. I don't know if there's anything else we can say about him. He's just fine as Superman.
1: Yeah, I, I think he pulls off the role, um, as well as can be expected for Superman.
0: Yeah, I've there's another I've seen quite a few people play Superman over the years, and Henry Cavill is just as good as any of them. I mean, I I liked when Christopher Reeve played him. I liked when uh, Brandon Routh played him, mm-hmm. and I I like Henry Cavill. Quite frankly, I have no issue with the character at all. So uh, another great performance. Now the big surprise. And this guy was the question mark rolling in at the beginning. Ben Affleck. I thought he was phenomenal as Batman. I really liked it. Even even the scenes where he's Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. kind of being batman i still you know like they worked so he he was not only able to play bruce wayne and batman but as bruce wayne you were able to see shades of batman and i think that's that's a tribute to him
1: i absolutely agree um like ben affleck plays batman very very well i mean there's there there are a few times when you feel like a comic book character has gone from the page to the screen and ben affleck i think pulls that off as batman
0: Yes, uh, absolutely agree with that. Um, I, now, there's another question mark rolling into this movie that I don't think paid off nearly as well. And that's Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Ah, yes. It, it's really like they took his Mark Zuckerberg from the social network and turned it up to 11. And that's how he was. And it, it just, it never quite connected with me. I, there was a no point in the movie where I really thought, like, there, there's my Lex Luthor. Well, he's like yeah. it's it's this other guy, and he's some other villain. Um, maybe the Riddler, maybe you know, but it's it certainly didn't feel like Lex Luthor to me.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 much the same way. It's it's kind of weird because like as far as like storytelling goes, as far as like the big superheroes on DC side, like they've they've always taken this almost like Greek god like mm-hmm. kind of status for the for their heroes, right? And then you have Jesse Eisenberg, who doesn't fit.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm, he
1: doesn't have the same like like uh, uh gravity ex- that exactly to tell he, with Superman and Batman.
0: He felt like he should have been way outclassed by Batman and Superman. Yes, and trying to play them off with each other just didn't quite work. Uh, I really think Brian Cranston just should have had the role of Lex Luthor. I think that that's what should have happened. I know he wanted it, and it just. I don't know who thought that wouldn't have been a good idea, but that person needs to take a good hard look at how they make decisions in life.
1: Brian Cranston would have been phenomenal as Lex Luthor.
0: I mean he he would have he would have killed it as Lex Luthor, and everyone knows it. And Jesse Eisenberg just didn't. He I just never got Lex Luthor from him. He was somebody I, else entirely.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe he was just like trying too hard, or like I don't know what what it was. He just didn't mesh completely with yeah. everyone else.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe we'll be surprised in in a sequel, maybe, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Um, so Lawrence Fishburne comes back as Perry White, and I bring that up only to mention that he, I think he's once again wasted. You you have Lawrence Fishburne, who's probably one of the greatest working actors of our generation, and it it's just like Man of Steel. It's like they don't have anything for him to do. So he just rolls in the boss around Clark Kent every now and then, but like he never really had any real story beats. I mean he he was mostly there. He was
1: the news editor. Mm hmm. And, and, you know, even then it's only he's only a side character for Superman's yeah. day job. So, right.
0: I just for what Perry White did in these movies, he could have been played by anybody.
1: He really could have.
0: Uh, we've already mentioned Jeremy Irons, of course, was phenomenal as Alfred. Mm hmm. I nobody I don't think anybody was really worried about this. Jeremy Irons was a great actor. Um, and so he brought the kind of gravity and the sarcastic wit that Alfred has. And. He, he looks the part of Alfred. He, um, now, I know a lot of people like the mustache. I could give or take, I've seen many portrayals of Alfred over the years by many different actors, some with mustaches, some without, so, I, I kind of don't, I'm not as married to the mustache as lots of people are. Mm. Uh, but if, he felt like Alfred to me.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Michael Caine also didn't have a mustache. Right. When he was Alfred in the recent Nolan trilogy. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, w- when when I heard who was cast as Alfred, I was like, oh, Jeremy Irons, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, okay. He, he
0: didn't really disappoint, yeah. quite, quite honestly. Um. So, the, the big one that we haven't quite touched on yet, and I feel like before we go to some of the other side characters, we really need to talk about Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Uh, I think that she probably should have had more time as Wonder Woman. I would have liked to have seen her more in this movie. But when she was on screen as Wonder Woman, I think was the highlight of the movie for me.
1: Uh, I... I mean, I honestly I don't know that much about Wonder Woman aside from what I've been able to glean from like the old Justice League cartoons. But um, from what I saw in the movie, she did she did she did okay. She did okay. Granted, yeah. like I'm I'm always going to be a Batman fan, so every time I saw Ben Affleck rocking it as Batman, that was that was the highlight for me. Right. But um, and yeah, that, she, he, he she was very good, good. I'm not I'm not yeah. trying
0: to take away from that. I'm just saying oh, no. yeah. I've I've seen Wonder Woman uh, go go wrong horribly horribly wrong. So just to to see Gal Gadot play Wonder Woman. Now this is going to it's going to sound like some of the weirdest criticism ever, but I liked her as Wonder Woman much better than I liked her when she was not Wonder Woman, when she was just being Diana Prince.
1: Yeah, I I'm not quite sure what she was doing really aside from blending in at parties or I don't know. It was <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just I I just felt like they should have given her. Much, I mean th- I mean this is our intro movie to her. She, she's her actual movie is coming later, so this is our first as the audience introduction to right. her as Wonder Woman, and it really felt like they were counting on the fact that we knew some stuff about Wonder Woman coming in.
1: Yeah, that's that's what it felt like. I agree with that.
0: Yeah, and I so I just think that was probably uh not not the best move. Um, so, a, a fan favorite who we got to see, uh, Tao Okamoto played Mercy Graves. Mercy Graves was, uh, Lex Luthor's assistant from the cartoon. Uh, everyone liked her. I'm, I'm pretty sure she ended up making a transition to the comic books as a result. Uh, again, this was, she played the character well enough. I just kind of think Mercy Graves should have probably had a little bit more screen time, given how much of a fan favorite she was.
1: Uh, I, I can see that. I, she, she's kind of like, uh, Lex Luthor's Alfred, in a sense. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I, I don't know if like where more of her, like more scenes with her would have even gone.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, part Just of the like, issue with the movie is that the movie's very, very busy. It is. It's very
1: busy, which is why I don't like I, I don't know what to take out to put more mercy in.
0: Well, I know what you could take out. And as much as I love Amy Adams, (laughs) uh, Lois was basically just in the movie to remind us that Superman was also in the movie. Because there's this this whole B story with Lois that I don't think was necessary. And, I mean, in fact, it it seemed like – I just don't know why it was there. It seemed like her entire B story was just wrapped up around – Trying to uh, establish things that people could see already with the movie, you know, like if you're watching the movie, you can infer based on the characters' interactions what she's trying to figure out already. So uh-huh. we, as the audience, are like three steps ahead of her in her little story arc, and and so it just made it kind of superfluous. And I honestly, I I, I get it's you know kind of a it's a continuation of Man of Steel, and Lois should be in it. I think. In this case, Lois should have been a cameo and probably shouldn't have had as much story as she had so that you'd have a little extra room for for Mercy and for uh, Wonder Woman and for uh, Holly Hunter Senator Finch, who I think her story was – or even you could probably cut Senator Finch's part now that I'm thinking about it. I I don't really – I get why she was there, I get the feeling they were trying to go with, but it it ended up in a movie that's so long and so packed and trying to be so busy, you know, you can maybe get rid of some of the Perry White, Lois Lane, Senator Finch stuff and get a little bit more Wonder Woman and and Mercy and and some of the other people Mm -hmm. in them.
1: You could actually take some of Lois's side plot and you could probably merge it with Batman's plot because he's investigating Superman. I think it kind of would have worked and maybe brought those characters a bit closer together.
0: Yeah, I as much as I love the Batman and, and his portrayal in this, and I like that he was doing a lot more detective stuff. At the same time, there was a lot of detective stuff that he was just sort of not picking up on mm-hmm. that, that I feel like if we really wanted to do Batman right, he should have been there should have never been a point in this movie where Batman wasn't ahead of the other characters on screen. And I don't think we quite got that.
1: I, I I would agree. I mean, Batman is not in the the most stable frame of mind mm-hmm. in this film. But um, I mean, he's still Batman. He should
0: he should have been a bit more aware. Yeah, a little bit more on the ball than, than yeah. he was actually portrayed. So uh, without getting too much into it, as this is the spoiler free version of our Batman v Superman, um, as the title of the movie would apply, uh, there there is. There is actually a Batman v Superman scene in in this movie. They they do finally square off. It's not really a surprise to anybody. I I don't know. What did you think of the actual Batman v Superman fight?
1: To my surprise, like I liked it. Like I've like you will always hear me complaining whether it's DC or Marvel. There's always like the uh, the human like the ordinary human characters, the ordinary human superheroes like Hawkeye or Batman.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: then you have like your your Iron Man and your Thor, and then like you you pit them against each other, and they're, like there's no way. Right. There's no way, you know. And then, but then, like, I saw how they how they set up Batman going into this fight, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I I can believe that. Like, they, they 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 pulled it off reasonably well, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean i i have my I have my issues with it personally, but I there were there were a lot worse ways this could have gone. Oh yes. I I do think that I probably would have appreciated a little bit. I don't know if more time. I would say – I hate that I – this movie was already so long and so busy and I keep asking for more time for stuff. I don't want a a three-and-a-half-hour Batman v. Superman.
1: Well, I know that um, originally I think it's at least three hours. Yeah. Because I know, like, uh, the director's cut is, is like, at least three hours long. So uh, what we got right now is probably whatever the – some executive somewhere chopped it down to. Yeah. To make it, you know, play on as many screens as possible in theaters.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I really think I'd like to see wh- what the final cut of this, or what the, uh, the initial cut, I should say, looked like. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what they left in, what they took out, what we could get from it. Um, I, I just, I think that there was some stuff that got cut to the point where, I mean, the editing, especially in the first act of this movie, was a little jarring to me. There were definitely some times where I thought, like, alright, so did that happen in the past? Has there been a period of time between these two events? So you're sort of trying to infer, and even to this extent, the whole movie, uh, even in the third act, you're like, I'm I'm not really super aware of how time is passing on the screen right now. Are these things happening back-to-back, or am I seeing something from two months ago and something now, or are these happening at the same time? I was... Definitely confused, trying to figure out when things were happening relative to each other.
1: It it, it kind of reminded me of the uh, the Thor like bath scene from Avengers two. It was, it was just kind of there. It was
0: kind of random. Oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: I, yeah. it, it, it was there to like I don't know. It was just it was it was kind of clumsy in that movie, and this movie also has some clumsy editing of its own. Mm-hmm. But and, um, I will say like uh, while the editing may have been a bit clumsy at times, I did like some of the cinematography they had going on.
0: Well, there was beautiful cinematography mm-hmm. in some scenes, um, especially a lot of the scenes with Batman. Like the framing and the way they played Batman was was incredible. And uh, there's a fight scene with Batman uh, in it that was just framed and displayed beautifully. It's the best fight scene I've seen Batman do in any movie he's ever been in.
1: Uh, no, no question there. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, pure, yeah. unfiltered Batman.
0: I mean, it, it almost, I mean, he was moving almost like they took moves directly out of Arkham Knight.
1: Basically, yeah.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if they did directly lift moves out of Arkham Knight as a throwback to that, because he was—I mean, it—it it, it was a free-flow combat where you actually saw Batman fighting the way I've been conditioned by Rocksteady <laughs> Studios for the last what five, six years to yeah. to believe that's how Batman should be fighting.
1: I mean, he—he he was using environmental things. He was throwing people into other things. He was disabling things. It was—it was all pure Batman.
0: Yeah, so I—I I mean, that's that was the phenomenal scene. I mean, for that scene alone was worth the price of admission, quite frankly, to me. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah. And what the thing is, walking out now, like you know, having seen all the different action scenes we saw on this, which uh, there were—I mean, there were a few. There wasn't as as many as I would have liked to have seen, but I ended up having that kind of overshadow the entire title fight of Batman v Superman for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was a very very good fight. Mm-hmm.
0: um and then even I when Wonder Woman had her fight with uh, with somebody in 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 this movie, no spoilers uh, yeah so when she's fighting the third act villain uh, I enjoyed that fight quite a bit too.
1: I was surprised uh, at that fight actually I thought it was going to be uh, more of a more of a team effort than it was but she kind of she kind of held her own there
0: she did and it just it made me really look forward to whatever a Wonder Woman movie is going to bring. Yeah, more. yeah. I'm sort of hoping that we see like more in terms of like. I mean, she she has Greek mythology all up in her origin story, so I'm really hoping that we get to see, uh, in her movie Greek mythology take its place. I know it's a period piece, but I would really like to see some Greek mythology show up. Just um, give me
1: a Hydra. Just I, I want a Hydra. I'll
0: take a Hydra. I'll Make take it Medusa. Happen, DC. I'll take Ares. Man, I'd love to see her throw down with Ares. You can
1: and you can do like all sorts of cool like 300 ish type of things with... Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Like, the 300 is is basically... And that's probably one of the reasons why I loved her scene so much, is because by the time... When when she shows up, Zack Snyder goes into full-on 300 mode. Basically, yeah. And and th- the 300 mode works for Wonder Woman. It just All, absolutely yeah. works.
1: All she needs is a Sparta kick into a bottomless pit, and it's pure 300.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. And uh so, this movie also, we should probably mention, is it's the Dawn of Justice... So, they, they did try to shoehorn some references to the Justice League in there. I, I felt like it was a little out of place, and I think I would have rather they just, I think maybe the Dawn of Justice part of this movie just needed to not, not be in this movie.
1: I agree. Uh, this kind of goes back to the, the editing we were talking about earlier. Like, mm. this is one of those pieces that just didn't quite fit. Right, it was kind of like watching Iron Man two all over again in that in that particular yeah, regard. I,
0: I definitely, I, I definitely get that comparison there. I, I got that same thought myself. Is it, Iron Man two? Every now and then, they show something and be like, "Huh, get it? The Avengers are a thing." And so I felt like a lot of that in this movie was, was like, huh? The Justice League, huh? Yeah. Huh? And it was, yeah, I, I get it. Dawn of Justice, but it wasn't really the Dawn of Justice. It was really Batman v Superman and with Wonder Woman and a third act villain and some other people were shown to be around, but they, I mean, it just, I, th- I think you probably should have stuck to Batman and Superman and, and Wonder, I, the thing is, I think Batman and Superman were enough to make this movie, but I'm hard pressed to say take out Wonder Woman when at the end of the day she was probably my favorite part of it.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the weird thing. Like, like Wonder Woman was, was good, but you could probably take her out and the movie wouldn't suffer very much. Just because of how little she's in it, I, right. I, I think I would have preferred more Wonder Woman somehow.
0: Yeah, I think more Wonder Woman would have would have probably fleshed it out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, but at that point, then you have to not call up Batman v. Super- like the t- the title. I'll, I'll just say it. I said this in in the in the spoiler cast too. I don't like the title. It sounds like a Supreme Court case. <laughs> I I really think I mean I I understand I would have been okay with Batman slash Superman. I would have been okay with Batman and Superman. Um, I think Batman v Superman was the wrong way to go.
1: Like every time I see like like a v or a versus, like I always kind of flash back to the old like cheesy Godzilla movies, where it's like mm-hmm. Godzilla versus insert monster here.
0: Yeah, it's it's like Batman <laughs> v Mechabat. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it there. I suppose now is the time when we actually have to, uh, give this movie a score. We're not going to say our favorite parts because this is a spoiler free podcast. If we talked about our favorite parts, we, we could very well spoil the movie. So we're not going to do that, but we are going to give this movie a score. So Axelon, what, what would, what score would you give Batman v Superman? Dawn of Justice. I would give this a passive aggressive, sarcastic, but serious Alfred. That's fair. I would give this movie a Lex Luthor in desperate need of a haircut. That's 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 also fair. Yes. Yeah. I, th- I think I think it's fair. Uh, I, again, it, it was an entertaining movie. I don't. It sounds like I'm here just like kicking it apart, but this is hero talk, and we we make we make our money by nitpicking the crap out of it, even though we don't make a dime. In fact, it costs me money. So you're yeah. welcome, everyone.
1: Yeah, I'd say yeah, once again, you're not the. Not the worst superhero movie ever. There's, there's, trust me, there's a lot worse, but uh, not the best either.
0: No, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that one. It's, it, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. I don't regret having spent the time and the money to go see it. It's, it's probably going to be a Blu-ray purchase. In fact, it will absolutely be a Blu-ray purchase as the Blu-ray is uh, supposed to be uh, an R-rated director's cut. Is that, is that true? Am I making I that up? I believe
1: so, yes. I'm hoping it's going to be like, um, I don't know if you're fam- familiar with, uh, Kingdom of Heaven, but, uh, uh the, I am the not. The cut and the director's cut is basically like two different movies. No kidding. No kidding, yeah.
0: Huh. Well, I think I'd be a little bit interested in that. I'd I'd like to see what, what the uh, the director's cut of this movie is, especially because, like I said, I felt like I, it was edited to try to get as much stuff packed in in, in two and a half hours when right. I think maybe an extra half hour might have done this movie some good.
1: Like, I, I said it in the uh, spoiler podcast. I'll go ahead and say it here. The greatest villain of this movie was not Lex Luthor. It was Warner Brothers.
0: It it really was, and I, I said it in the spoiler cast, and I'll say it here. I'd love Warner Brothers to just sell DC Entertainment. <laughs> I think we'd probably get some happier movies, and I think I'd finally see a Justice League Avengers crossover movie. I'm it's just not going it, to happen. It's they, they brought Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny together. They can bring Batman and Captain America together, and that's all I'm asking for. <laughs> just just let me see it happen in my lifetime. It's going to happen there there people and it's not going to happen i don't believe that for one moment but i'd love to see it happen um so i don't so that was our uh spoiler free podcast of batman v superman i think we did okay at avoiding spoilers i don't think anybody learned anything that they didn't already know by watching the trailers I'd, I'd
1: say so. I think we were a lot more conservative than the
0: trailers were. Yeah. We were more conservative than Warner Brothers. So nobody really can get on us for, for this, this review because we, we, we kept it pretty tame. Uh, we didn't even reveal the third act villain and, and the trailers can't even say that. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so Axelon, thanks for coming on for this special companion episode of Hero Talk. Always good to be here. If you have a movie you'd like to hear its review, you can send that email to Herotalk at Enthusiax.com. For more content with podcasts, Let's Plays, some movies and reviews, you can check out Enthusiax.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, so search for Enthusiasts. And, as always, I'll see you right back here for the next Hero Talk.